It's 7.43 on this West Virginia morning. I'm Chuck Anzalevich. For some, preparations for the Christmas holiday comes with a tradition of fasting beforehand. In the Orthodox tradition, we fast before we feast. We, we prepare ourselves for the Nativity of Christ by some abstinence. But that doesn't mean they can't have cookies. That story and more coming up on this West Virginia morning. The storage batteries Form Energy plans to build in Weirton are different from the ones that power electric cars and laptops. Curtis Tate explains. Lithium-ion batteries are good at providing bursts of power for shorter durations. That's what makes them good in electric vehicles and smartphones. They're not as good at releasing energy over a period of days, which is what you need to make solar and wind power as dependable as coal and natural gas. That's the problem Form Energy thinks it can solve with its iron-air batteries. They use iron, water, and oxygen to store energy. Basically, it's the process of creating iron oxide, rust. Matteo Jeremio, Form's co-founder and CEO, says it will be cheaper than fossil fuels. At such levels of deployment, Form's batteries made right in Weirton will catalyze billions of dollars in savings to American electricity consumers while advancing American innovation, and renewable energy independence. A state known for its vast reserves of coal and natural gas could soon be making the storage batteries that will replace them for our electricity. For West Virginia Public Broadcasting, I'm Curtis Tate in Charleston. Record cold and wintry weather is moving across West Virginia. Chris Schultz reports that communities across the state are preparing to help the most vulnerable. National Weather Service meteorologist Fred McMullen says the state is in for a trifecta of wind, snow, and a flash freeze as temperatures drop more than 30 degrees into the single digits overnight into Friday. Friday through Saturday night, we're going to see you know wind chills not climb above zero until probably Christmas afternoon. So you're looking at a period of, it depends where you live, 48 to 60 hours of sub-zero wind chills consistently. Reverend Zach Morton of the First Presbyterian Church in Morgantown works with the mutual aid group Morgantown Ramp, a grassroots volunteer organization advocating for shelter in the community. They have distributed resources like tents to the unhoused population, but Morton says the extreme cold is dangerous. It's the question of once you get cold, can you warm up again? That's really the the main situation that we're trying to avoid is, is people who get stuck in a position in an environment where they are cold and can't get warm again. You get hypothermic and I mean there's a whole host of things that can happen at that point, right? Morton says Ramp works with Morgantown's warming shelter, which has already had more than 30 community members using it consistently. Ramp is also using grant money from United Way to ensure everyone has a place to get out of the cold. So the warming shelter is the first option. People don't fit particularly well into that collective warming shelter. So, for instance, we have seen quite a few families that come through. They're better served by a hotel option, right, or people who have a health or medical condition where they need to be kind of isolated to be able to take care of themselves. We have the hotel as a secondary option. For West Virginia Public Broadcasting, I'm Chris Schultz in Morgantown. Parishioners at St. Mary's Orthodox Church in Bluefield, West Virginia, spend 40 days before Christmas abstaining from eggs, meat, and dairy. But that doesn't mean they can't enjoy something a little sweet. Folkways reporter Connie Bailey-Kitts has this story about a Greek Appalachian cookie recipe. Sifting um, the flour, six cups of flour and four teaspoons of baking soda, excuse me, baking powder, 
and um, I've already sifted most of it, so I've got it ready. My friend Jenny Chrysicus is getting ready to make cookies for her church's St. Nicholas Day bake sale. But this isn't just any cookie. This particular cookie is a fasting cookie. In the Orthodox tradition, we fast before we feast. We, we prepare ourselves for the Nativity of Christ by some abstinence from dairy, meat products, and it's a kind of a self-emptying in a way in preparation for bringing Christ into our uh, lives for, at Christmas. Jenny is an Orthodox Christian. She's also Greek-American. The recipe she uses for these fasting cookies is from a Greek cookbook, but it's a variation of her grandmother's cookie. In Greece, we call a melomakarona. And melomakarona is kind of a synthesis of the word meli, meaning honey, and makarona in ancient Greece at a um, meal for departed after a funeral, a Bulgur mixture would be served called makaria. We're in Jenny's small home kitchen. There's not much counter space, so our cookbook is propped up in the windowsill in front of lace curtains and alongside several Orthodox icons. Jenny wears an apron over her striped sweater and pants. She recently retired as a social worker and right now is in the middle of translating a book from Greek to English. This is the house where Jenny and her brother grew up with their parents and grandparents, three generations cooking and eating together. One of the flavorings in the cookie is orange zest. Recipes that don't have the dairy ingredients in them, you have to put some flavoring in it, like a citrus flavoring, to compensate for them what's maybe missing in the dairy. Other ingredients include flour, plant-based margarine, sugar, and walnuts. <laughs> the nuts have to be ground first in a nut grinder. These cookies are part of Jenny's fasting tradition, but she says fasting is not just about eating or not eating. It's about preparing her heart on many levels and goes hand in hand with prayer and giving to those in need and a letting go of other things as well. It's, it's more than just a fasting from food. It's a fasting from anger, fasting from passions that make our lives difficult in our relationship with God, in our relationship with others. Jenny's using the same nut grinder her mother used, and her grandmother's cast iron grinder is under the counter. This is the same counter of the same house where Jenny sat on the stool to watch her grandparents cook many Greek dishes, including this cookie. My grandmother's admonition was, watch me, watch me, watch what I do, and that'll help you learn. I think I may need to put a little bit more orange juice in. You can hear more on that story this coming Sunday morning at 7 and Sunday evening at 6 on Inside Appalachia. It's 7.50. You're listening to West Virginia Morning on West Virginia Public Broadcasting. It's going to be mostly cloudy, breezy, and very cold today with snow showers and flurries. Temperatures will be falling into the minus 5 to plus 5 degree range by this afternoon. 
cloudy tonight with scattered snow flurries, temperatures remaining steady in the minus 5 to plus 5 degree range, tomorrow becoming partly cloudy with highs in the teens. Support for West Virginia Public Broadcasting is provided by Dutch Miller Subaru in Charleston. Dutch Miller Automotive is proud to be dedicated to multiple community service initiatives and local charities. More about our team and the Subaru Love Promise at DutchMillerSubaru.com. This weekend on Mountain Stage, we revisit our 38th anniversary show from 2021. Host Kathy Matea welcomes Joshua Rayton. Stephen Kellogg, Nefesh Mountain, and Mink's Miracle Medicine. Our song of the week comes to us from Nefesh Mountain. Since their arrival on the scene in 2015, Nefesh Mountain has been hailed as one of today's formative, boundary-pushing, bluegrass Americana bands. Here's their song, A Mighty Roar, which appears on their album, Beneath the Open Sky. But right now, just sing out, trust and let go And raise your voice up to the moon Let the skies rejoice and sing a new song The earth dance with glee Let the oceans give a mighty roar So their waves will echo through the trees So their waves will echo through the trees In roads that are free and clear In roads that may reach dead ends But right now, you just don't know The one that brought you here So embrace whatever is round the bend Let the skies rejoice and sing a new song Let the earth dance with glee Let the oceans go a mighty roar So their waves just let go through the trees So their waves let go Thank you. 
That was Nefesh Mountain performing A Mighty Roar on Mountain Stage. To hear the full performance and more, tune in Saturdays at 6 and Sundays at noon right here on West Virginia Public Broadcasting. West Virginia Morning is a production of West Virginia Public Broadcasting, which is solely responsible for its content. You can keep up with the latest West Virginia news throughout the day at our website, wvpublic.org. Support for our news bureaus comes from West Virginia University, Concord University, and Shepherd University. Appalachia Health News is a project of West Virginia Public Broadcasting with support from Charleston Area Medical Center and Marshall Health. West Virginia Morning is produced with help from Bill Lynch, Caroline McGregor, Curtis Tate, Chris Schultz, Emily Rice, Eric Douglas, Liz McCormick, Randy Yowie, and Shepard Snyder. Eric Douglas is our news director and he produced today's show. I'm your host, Chuck Anzalevich. This has been West Virginia Morning.